it just helps if you have everything family in one place and work in a separate place. Yeah, it gives them their, their direction for the day. They don't need to be worried about everything else that's going on in the background. In the Blend is a podcast series that helps parents navigate life within a blended family. Join me as I speak with experts and guests to get practical advice on how to have a harmonious blended family life. This series dives deep into the unique dynamics, logistics and challenges of raising a blended family. From new partners to juggling mixed finances, we will help guide you through it. Welcome back to In The Blend. I'm your host, Laura Jenkins, and in today's episode, we're diving deep into an app designed for blended families. Now, if you're a parent navigating that intricate dance of blended family schedules, juggling activities, and striving for open communication with all family members and ex-partners, then you're in the right place. Today, we sit down with Dr. James and Ginger Delaripa, creators of the Family Core app, to uncover the inspiration behind it, explore its unique features, and hear examples of some who have used it to master their organization, reduce their stress, and increase their family harmony. And if you've got skeptical family members resistant to change or using yet another app, they've got some tips to help you get them on board too. So whether you're a seasoned blended family pro or just starting your journey, stay tuned for a closer look at the Family Core app and how technology can help you make life that little bit easier. Let's get started. Okay, well, welcome James and Ginger. I'm delighted to have you both on the show today. Thank you very much for joining me. Thanks, Laura. We appreciate it. Thank you. Now, you're a husband and wife team, and you're the team behind the app that's designed for families uh, and blended families. I'd love to know, to start off with, how did the idea for the app ca- come to be, and what, what was the inspiration behind it? Yeah, well, I, to, to preface that story, uh, we're a blended family, and we, we've been a blended family for about 13 years. Uh, there's seven of us all together. Uh, she brought a son in. I brought two daughters in, and then we have two of our own. And through the course of the years, um, we got a lot of uh, compliments about being organized, being on time, the kids getting to the right places uh, where they're supposed to be, doing well in school, doing well in activities, seem to be well adjusted. Uh, and so uh, we were doing something right. We were blessed, clearly. Uh, but then one night about four years ago, uh, she had a Holy Spirit moment. Of course, that's always in the middle of the night where you, they wake you up and they say, hey, hey, I've got something to tell you. <laughs> and so she can take the story from there. Yeah. So we, um, I, well, I say we, but it was a Holy Spirit moment for me. And so I hollered out to him and said, the Holy Spirit says we're going to make an app to help families blend better and um, communicate better and um, we had been through a, a long um, custody battle for two of our children. And once we had gotten to an eight-year mark, um, you know, you're kind of at your limit. And so finally, he came to me and said, you're going to make an app. And I put you through that so that you'll know how to help families. And you've been through every situation. And so in hindsight, it really was a blessing that we went through that turmoil for so long because in turn we were able and we are able to help other families that have 
or are going through the same situation we did. So uh, when I told him that's not our line of work at all. And so when I told him, he said, no, go back and tell him he's got the wrong family. <laughs> and um, but after thinking about it, he thought, OK, you know what? It's it's probably true. We do have that uh, knack to us. And so we began to build it. We did a prototype that um, we put up for about a year. And we went back to the drawing board and and took our users' advice and kind of cleaned it up for a for a new version. And we've since launched that. And so we've been blessed. Um, we were on six continents right away, and we didn't realize there was such a need for what we had produced. And so um, it's been really exciting, and we've been able to help families around the world, which is um, it's very touching for us because again, that wasn't our line of work, and he just gave us the opportunity to bless other people. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. So so one day in the middle of the night, you got this calling, if you like, to go forth and create the app. How long how long ago was that? This was back in 2018. Okay. And so that morning after after the after the the big inspiration, um, I began to think about it and 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 it seemed right, actually. We just had this gift of being organized. And maybe, you know, other people have other spiritual gifts, not organization. So we thought, yeah, maybe we could share this and help families that are trying to blend or co-parenting through divorce uh, better organize and set uh, a neutral platform in order to communicate with, with each other and keep the dust levels low. Um, so we began to work on it, and we decided there was four four pillars uh, that help families, uh, whatever that dynamic of the term family is, uh, better organized, uh, better organized, better communicate, and, uh, and ultimately better connect. And we thought that was a chat feature, a data storage feature that's shareable uh, and secure, uh, a color-coded calendar, and a check-in feature, all in, all in one location. Uh, and it's built just for family. It's not built to involve work or anything like that. It's just, just for the family members, whoever that may be, or you're taking care of. Um, and it puts everybody on one platform. So all that information is, is stored in one perfect spot. Whenever you need a piece of information, you're always out somewhere away from your home office or desk or your Rolodex, and you need that piece of information straight away. Well, on your handheld device, now with the family core, uh, you have access to all that information and you can securely get it to who you need to get it straight away. Fantastic. I like the sounds of this. So <laughs> I am curious to know a little bit more about the features. And uh, from my own personal experience, I know that juggling all of the things can take up a lot of mental energy, It can, especially when you've got multiple children. We've got four in our situation. I'm, I know you've, you've had even more than that between you. So, um, you know, let, let's think about just coordinating the schedules of all the different children in your family. How would that work within within the app itself or managing the activities and where they need to well, be? When? That's my favourite part. <laughs> so I, um, pre I'm sure that you've experienced um, going through your story. We were running three different calendars for just the children. And then we had his work calendar and my work calendar. And then I would lay them all out and try and cross-reference who was going to be where. Um, so we made ours. I From the beginning of our blend, I made the kids color-coded so that I could just reference a color with, you know, 
the one child, then the two children, then, then our biological children. And so now on the calendar that we've created, each child is color coded. So I can, um, when I see the calendar, I want to see everybody and where everybody is. When he sees the calendar, he wants to see one child at a time. So the children's calendars are broken up by their color code. And that way they can add stuff to the calendar and then tag him and I on it so we can see it. We have three adult children now that are out of the house and adulting. And so we have them just add their schedule on there so that they can kind of correspond with the younger children if they want to be involved in activities or we add an activity for them that we want to invite their older siblings to. And then we just tag them on it and reference. So if it's something that's just you and your husband, like date nights, you only tag him on it, then that comes up on his calendar. If it's something like a soccer game and you want to invite everybody to it, whether it be the other parents on the other side or siblings from the other side or just in your home, you tag those individuals on it and, and a notification and an invite will come up on their calendar. So it it really is keeping everything for your family core in one place plus you're informing the other parent or co-parents without having to communicate at a level that could become hostile. You set the notification, they get a notification that comes up on their phone, and then it goes onto their calendar. So that way, if, if a permission slip comes home with a shared child that's not in your home at the time or is coming back, you can take a snapshot of it, add it to that calendar event, and then your co-parent has the exact same information and they've been tagged on the event so that it goes onto that child's calendar. That sounds fabulous. That's very well thought through. And I like how you mentioned that it keeps the communication very neutral in that you're just sending a request to somebody, they can accept it, and you don't need to have the back and forth text message to and froing. Has this calendar then replaced your Apple Calendar or your Google Calendar that you might have been using before? Are you using are you using it now for everything? I use it. I use our family for our family calendar. Now his work calendar is completely separate. And then I reference that. Um, we did find that when I had everything up, it causes a level of anxiety in the kids that that they truly don't need, knowing that he's going to be gone X amount of hours, or I'm going to be gone X amount of hours. And then they've got exchanges going on and things like that. So for them to just be able to reference their immediate calendar, and they're not needing to be involved in everything else that goes on or a sibling exchange, it just helps if you have everything family in one place and work in a separate place. Yeah, it gives them their, their direction for the day, right? And then um, they can read off that calendar and know how the day is going to unfold for them. They don't need to be worried about everything else that's going on in the background. Mm. And let's say you've got teenagers. So we've got two at the moment, my stepchildren. They are uh, of the age where they're loving to catch up with their friends on the weekend, but of course they can't drive yet. So there's a lot of a lot of ferrying that takes place on a Saturday and Sunday to friends' places or the mall or the movies or wherever it might be. Could it be that they could upload their own uh, event. So let's say it's going to a friend's house or something like that in the calendar and then tag you in it so that you could see what they were what they were planning to do over the weekend. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. They can they can add the event to the calendar, tag the parents that are you know involved in the custody or everybody 
that they think is it's important for them to know where they're going at what time uh, on the event. And everybody gets that push notification once that calendar event is added for that person. So everybody's been communicated to. And then if you open up the notification, that actually sends a notification back to the original issuer. So they know that you've actually received the message. So it's a two-way street. So you have a notification going out to those that you're sending the communication to. And then once the communique has received the message and opened it, then a, a notification goes back to the original sender. So they know that the communication loop has been complete. Um, in addition to that, you have a, a check-in feature that falls right into this this scenario of a teenager going off with their friends. Yeah, so while your teenager is off at their event, um, they can do a check-in on the geolocation service, uh, and it works on both Android and iOS applications. So it doesn't matter really what kind of phone they're on, uh, everybody can be found on the same map. Uh, and then of course, with the chat feature, you can stay in continuous communication with your teenager while they're out and let, they can let you know when they're done, need a, need a ride home or they're getting a ride home. So the, the app, you know, functions in a multifaceted way uh, for that, that type of a scenario. Got it. And does it replace apps like Life360 where as a parent you can ch track where your child is? Has, is there that functionality as well as the check-in functionality? Well, what we found here um, when we were going through our um, legal battle is that the other parent nor the child, uh, it's not very comforting for them if they're being tracked. Mm -hmm. And so we chose to use a, a general check-in so that we could train, kind of train our children to check in. And then that kind of took away the pressure from them when they're with the other parent, when they're with the co-parent. And when they do do a check-in, there are certain permissions that you can, that you can have on so that it takes the pressure off the child. They can check in and both parents, no matter which home they're at, get the notification that the child has checked in. And then there's no communication that needs to be had there either. They just know both parents got the check-in. And if, if you're in a situation where the other parents like, no, I don't, you know, whatever they're doing at your house, like a more a parallel parenting situation, and you need to turn that off for that parent for that period of time, you can do that as well. But it's just, we found that it's easier on the child if they learn to check in. And it does really, for for him, it helps him stay in communication with the kids. Like he'll come home from work and say, hey, I saw you guys went over to the library after school. Who was with you? What'd you do? What were you guys studying? Things like that. And it opens up a line of communication that he yeah. wouldn't have had otherwise. Mm, definitely. I really like the idea of that. And it gives the independence to the, the children as well using the app to and the trust in going where they're yes. supposed to be going and then just checking in to let you know that they're there. Um, something that has been a frustration for me in the past is when I haven't got uh, I'm not privy to all of the conversations that take place regarding a change of plan. So it may be that, let's say, my stepdaughter is going to be now staying the night at a, a friend's house and um, that means that there's one less person for dinner or, you know, just little things like that. But but those sorts of things when you don't, you don't necessarily know, um, you know, ahead of time. So can the app help? create that transparency around changes in the schedule that pop up ad hoc 
throughout the course of a yeah. day? I, be I believe so. I'm big on schedules. And um, what we do is he has a thread directly with each of the children individually. And then we have a thread with the two of us on it with each child individually. And then we have an actual family thread. So if there is going to be something that's going to affect the dinner table, like it's important for us to sit around the dinner table every night, if that's going to affect who's sitting at the table that night, that goes out in the group thread. Hey, I'm going to go to Tammy's house. I won't be home for dinner. And, and it goes across the board. And that way everybody knows or vice versa. You're cooking dinner. So if you say we're having spaghetti and meatballs tonight, you only have to text that once because the entire family <laughs> that's going to be at the table got that message. Yeah. So I do believe it. I do believe that it, it kind of works twofold in that way. And I'm sure that you learn this with your children and your stepchildren that building trust with them is so important because rules without a relationship are more difficult for those children to follow. But in a blended situation, if you start to have open communication and trust and the little siblings start to see it and they kind of see the pattern on how things go as they grow up the totem pole, it makes it easier on everybody. And, and they see, you know, well, my sibling trusts my parents, my parents trust them, I'm gonna do what they're doing. And they can kind of see it all happen before them on the app when they feel part of the team. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So are there any other key features outside of the the scheduling that we've talked about that perhaps help this app stand out from some of the other tools yes. that are? Yes, well, so uh, we're just as secure as your banking app. We use a, a health cloud from Microsoft as our, as our server and, um, you know, 256 been encrypted, uh, two-step verification to get in. Uh, but the, the data storage is also behind a pin code as well. So there's a tertiary layer of security. And one thing to keep in mind is you can build all of your own files. You know, we put in place general scholastic medical and legal categories to build files in. But you, but at the bottom of the drop down menu, you can build all of your own filing system. So whatever is important for you it could be, uh, resume builder files or art class files for the little kids. Whatever it is, house files, keeping track of air filter sizes in your home, mm -hmm. anything is possible to add. But the secure information is behind a tertiary PIN system. And then the only people in your platform that will ever know that you have it are only those people that you tag on the document mm -hmm. anyways. Uh, so you're giving them permission. Um, so you have HIPAA compliant, you have COPA compliant. So there's no, there's no selling of data because there's children's information mm -hmm. involved in the platform. Mm -hmm. uh, we talked about two-step verification and then the, the permissions be behind it. Uh, so there's two types of family members. You have administrators that have full access to the platform. Uh, they can, they can add information, they can edit information, they can delete information, uh, and then they can change who can see the information. Then you have family role members, usually assigned for the children, uh, where they can view only or they can view and edit their own information, but not anything else in the platform that they might be privy to because you've tagged them on the document. So there's many different ways to set permissions in the, in the platform for all things, contacts, tasks assigned, uh, the calendar, uh, the data storage, uh, even chat. Uh, you can prevent exes from speaking with children that they don't have a relationship with, or you can prevent uh, the geolocation check-in service from, from being seen by uh, an ex-spouse uh, uh, with 
related to a biological child that's not theirs. Mm -hmm. So there's there's plenty of different ways to keep secure information secure always, but then share whatever it is you need to when uh, on the go. Mm -hmm. And that's actually a pretty unique feature compared to a lot of other organizational platforms that are out there. Mm -hmm. That sounds really flexible in that you can set it up for your to suit your particular circumstance. I imagine that it's it's quite a useful tool when it comes to legal issues as well. If there might be two co-parents who are having a hard time getting along, that it, it might be a nice way to contain their correspondence with one another within the app. And then that's something that can potentially be shared in a very easy way with a, a third party like a lawyer, should that be required. Yes, it does. And you can you can actually put your uh, lawyer on your platform as well. We work with a lot of mediators here in the States where they will kind of pilot the couple as they're going through divorce and um, kind of monitor what's going on, making sure that both parties are tagged on insurance cards or court documents or anything legal and just kind of help them on the on-ramp. And then once they're good, they kind of release them and let them go. But it's having a third party like a mediator help you mm -hmm. make sure that you are playing nicely with each other after the divorce and the best interest of the children. So you can put a third party on there to help help you monitor or help get you going and then have them be released um, once things are yeah, we've, we've had a couple mediators. Once we explained what this platform does and its functionality, they came to that conclusion straight away. So I can be the admin. I can get the parents on there and I can encourage them to start uploading the information that's pertinent for the, to take care of the children. Uh, and then I can back out of this and just take on uh, a, a backseat role. I can stay within the platform, but just let them take it over. And that's exactly what a couple mediators that we have do very well actually, and uh, and it's helped parents that no longer really are keen to see each other anymore uh, parent in an adult manner, and and again just keep the friction at a, at a very low level mm. uh, because it's such such a neutral uh, platform. Mm. And what if you've got a circumstance where you've got one parent who doesn't want to use the app? Have you got any? strategies or suggestions for getting somebody who might not be as keen to um, to use another app as as you are yeah absolutely we've had we've had this we've been down this road a number of times as a matter of fact and we've encouraged um, the the parent that wants to get on the app to to do so um, you know the, the product holds up to 10 family members for just three dollars and 99 cents a month it's canceled anytime so it's very low risk uh, it, you know it can be used for people of all socioeconomic status levels um, and so if you have one parent that's not cooperating we say it, we encourage that other parent go ahead and get organized get everything in there invite the other parent to to become part of the platform if they don't want to that's okay um, those are usually the situations where there's something legal still going on. Mm -hmm. And this becomes a great tool for you to, to demonstrate, hey, I'm trying to behave in the best manner to take care of this, the children or this child appropriately. The other side doesn't necessarily want to be involved. That's okay, but I'm doing my best to organize everything and to communicate with them when they're ready to, because I have everything in this platform and ready to go. Mm -hmm. And it's very intuitive and easy to use. And what we have found over the years is not every parent that's 
being more difficult, but quite a few of the parents that are being more difficult after asking for the social security number so many times or a birth certificate so many times and the other one texting, it's in the app. Many of them do come around and it can take a year. It could take two years, but many of them do come around eventually. You know, usually once the acuteness of the separation is gone and there's been that tincture of time to kind of let things settle. Uh, many of the, many of those difficult parents tend, tend to come around, uh, and, uh, then they become that better, uh, higher functioning parent for the betterment of the children. Mm. I like that approach. And it, it, it says to me, you've, you've got to just take the initiative, don't you? Depending on what, whatever your circumstance, uh, but, but make the most of the, the technology that's available and, and, um, and through that action, you'll try and, or eventually try and influence your, your co-parent to jump on board when they, mm -hmm. they see the value. Uh, For sure. And just like your parents and we're parents, when you see, um, you know, they'll get a notification to say something's been added. And we even go as far as to add like artwork for the kids or school pictures for the kids. Mm -hmm. And eventually when that parent comes around, um, whether it be 10 months or 10 years, to be able to go back and look to say, oh, that was what they look like in first grade, second grade, third grade, and have that opportunity, it gives them an opportunity to build a relationship with the child without having to go back to ask the other parent, like, can I have a school picture for each year? Do you have any information on what they did? Or, you know, it, it it's already there for them so that they can nurture a relationship on their own. Yeah, sounds fantastic. And are there any success stories or or user, uh, you know, particular users that you'd like to perhaps mention or highlight as well since you've you've launched the app a couple of years ago? Sure. I, I, when you asked that earlier, I, I had somebody come to mind straight away. So we, um, we are a military family. Our oldest was in the military, is now since out. So we when we launched first, we launched to military families who not only have the struggle of a higher divorce rate, than statistics are in the general population, but they also get deployed and they're away from their families. So I actually met a young lady that is um, with the army and she got deployed about eight weeks after her third child was born. So she was immediately on a 10 month deployment with a brand new baby. She's a stepmom to um, her, her fir the first child and then has two more. So she was away from her family she was away from her stepson and she oddly enough is best friends with her stepson's biological mother so um, when i met her and and what she was introduced to the product we always do a one-on-one -on -one walkthrough with anybody that wants to schedule an onboarding to get on so i actually ended up meeting her walking her on and helping her get her profile set up and the biological mom of the first child was the one that was trying to stay in communication with her, like snapping pictures of artwork or saying, you know, he's got a read along at school and was just trying to really co-parent with her. And it's not to say that the biological father or stepfather wasn't involved. They're just not as organized and they're trying to take care of the kids. So um, the success for her was that biological mom, stepmom got on the platform and started planning her return, which was really nice. So they started putting in a custody calendar and she was able to upload artwork and documents and things that were important. And she was also kind enough 
to then snap pictures of the other children's artwork and things, events that had gone on. And so during her deployment, it made her feel like she actually had a firsthand view of the children, even though she was on the other side of the world, mm. like yourself, you know, it's daytime for you, but nighttime for us. And so mm. she was able to open the app and kind of stay in communication and see what all the children were doing and what life looked like being away from home. Well, and then on the calendar, she could see when doctor's appointments were made and dentist appointments were made and those other types of activities like ballet or soccer. Mm. So she could see those on the calendar. And then she she knew, hey, I, could, I can ask about, you know, when she got time to be on the phone, I can ask about how the soccer game went yes. or whatever the the most current activity was. So she feels more in the loop. Yes. Right. And not not 2,000 miles away. So it's really worked out well. Um, one of the other features, Laura, that we put in is the ability to link separate Family Core accounts together. So you can actually invite one person from one specific account into another account. And that's what we're doing with the, with, with this particular family now is we're, we're um, onboarding the one mom to have her own account so she can be the administrator of her own account. Mm -hmm because she's now remarried and, and having an, another a new nuclear family. Okay. But she wants to stay in contact with the kids from her from her old from her ex spouse. Uh, and those those kids are on his platform. Right. Uh, so she can be invited into his platform and see everything related to those biological children, but still be the king of her own domain in her own uh, family core account and take care of her own children where None of the other kid, none of the other parents in the other account need any access to them. And so she can keep all of her own sensitive information, personal and private, and be the administrator of her own account. Mm -hmm. So there's a link ability between family core accounts. Um, and it's, it's, it's just, it's just been fabulous how, how it's worked out and, and how easy it is to stay in communication and stay organized. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. It, it really is, it sounds adaptable to any, any type of modern family situation. And, and the long distance piece makes a lot of sense as well. I'm sure there'd be lots of, lots of families in that situation. Um, I can yeah. see we're almost at time here. Just before we wrap up, I would love to know from both of you whether you've got any final tips for for those who are in blended families, either from your own experience or from your your uh, perhaps experience with some of the customers of your your app. Uh, whether you've got any any final tips or words of advice for anybody trying to trying trying to manage the all of the things that come with being in a busy blended family. And do it well. Um, I think what we found, which which was really valuable to us, is that um, you know you're in a blended family. You're already your time is already split sometimes in half, and so it's important that while you blend or while you're in the midst of blending, that you value and cherish those times to build a relationship, so that when the children are gone they have relationships between each other and then they with their siblings whether it be step or half or whatever that is in the blend and then also um dating each of your children and establishing those relationships between step parents and parents and whatever's biological or not biological we don't actually use the the word step in our family um but we know that and not all families have a, a situation that we do. And so um, to make it 
to make it as nuclear as you can so that everybody's childhood is as fair as possible to be a good childhood, a healthy childhood. I think a lot of parents get lost in the mix of all the, you know, the high level trauma that's going on and your children continue to age every day and you don't want to miss that. So I think that that's most important. And I think that was a big part, an attribute to our app is trying to keep the hostility low so that you, your relationships can be high and long lasting. Yeah. You, you, you've, no matter how hard it is, and believe me, I understand it can be very difficult. You, you've got to try and take the high road every chance you can. And, and like Jen said, date your kids at times. Uh, I can't remember who quoted this, but, uh, by the time your, your children reach the age of 17, uh, 90%, 80 to 90% of the time that you're going to spend with that other, with that person, that child has already been in the past because now they're going to move on to their own life. And then in a blended family where there's custody schedules, you've already, now you're, you're cutting all that child time in half already or, or something like that, some fraction of that. And so t- take the high road, stay out of the arguments, stay out of the courtroom as much as you possibly can and try to enjoy the time with your children while you have them because it goes so fast. Such wonderful advice. Thank you so much for that. And um, fascinating discussion. I've really enjoyed it. And I'm so curious to go and have a little play with the app myself now. Uh, James and Ginger, where can people go to get their hands on the app and also to connect with you if they would like to do so? Sure. Our, our webpage is www.thefamilycore.com, and you can find us under the Family Core in both the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. Um, and then we have a bunch of resources on our webpage, uh, and we have an in- Instagram and Twitter and or X, uh, and all that going on as well. And you can find us at the Family Core or at the Family Core. And we have a YouTube channel with lots of tutorial videos. Uh, to help uh, lessen the, the learning curve with the platform. Fantastic. Well, thank you once again and have a great evening. Thank you. You too. Thank you, Lauren. Thanks for listening to the In The Blend podcast. The show notes for this episode are available at intheblend.com.au. And if you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe and please rate and review in your podcasting app. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn. LinkedIn.